Welcome to our podcast today on A Course in Miracles. So happy to have you with us. How are you feeling today, Sandra Ray? Okay, ready to go. Yep. Okay. We're going to some gardens today with our friend a little later on. This starts a new section. It's section number 10 in part 2 of the Course in Miracles workbook. What is the Last Judgment? Christ's second coming gives the Son of God this gift. To hear the voice for God proclaim that what is false is false, and what is true has never changed. And this the judgment is, in which perception ends. At first you see a world that has accepted this as true, projected from a now corrected mind. And with this holy sight, perception gives a silent blessing and then disappears, its goal accomplished and its mission done. The final judgment on the world contains no condemnation, for it sees the world as totally forgiven, without sin and wholly purposeless without a cause and now without a function in Christ's sight it merely slips away into nothingness there it was born and there it ends as well and all the figures in the dream in which the world began go with it bodies now are useless and will therefore fade away because the Son of God is limitless you who believe that God's last judgment would condemn the world to hell along with you accept this holy truth. God's judgment is the gift of the correction he bestowed on all your errors, freeing you from them and all effects they seem to have. To fear God's saving grace is but to fear complete release from suffering, return to peace, security and happiness, and union with your own identity. God's final judgment is as merciful as every step in his appointed plan to bless his son and call him to return to the eternal peace he shares with him. Be not afraid of love, for it alone can heal all sorrow wipe away all tears, and gently waken from his dream of pain the Son whom God acknowledges as his. Be not afraid of this. Salvation asks you give it welcome, and the world awaits your glad acceptance, which will set it free. This is God's final judgment. You are still my holy Son, forever innocent, forever loving, and forever loved, as limitless as your Creator, and completely changeless and forever pure. Therefore, awaken and return to me. I am your Father, and you are my Son. Hmm. So that part about the world, is it going to just disappear someday? I mean, is that literally what it means? Going to dematerialize or? Yeah, more or less. 
the final judgment on the world contains no condemnation, for it sees the world as totally forgiven, mm -hmm. without sin and wholly purposeless. Without a cause and now without a function in Christ's sight, it merely slips away to nothingness. Hmm. There it was born and there it ends as well. And all the figures in the dream in which the world began go with it. Bodies now are useless and will therefore fade away because the Son of God is limitless. Well, you know, it says, I am spirit, lesson 97. I am spirit, that's our identity. So, and then it also says, I am not a body. So our identity is spirit, which is not a body. Therefore, when we're fully immersed in that, and we have achieved a forgiven world, now, that's an order in itself. I mean, uh, the purpose of the world is forgiveness mm -hmm. and, and realization of this fact, I am spirit. Now, when we're fully immersed in that, and the world is totally forgiven and we have Christ's vision and everybody else has Christ's vision mm -hmm. too because that's our service is to bring people to the truth of who they are mm -hmm. so when that has been fully accomplished this is saying the world can fade away mm -hmm. and you don't need a body but that's that's a big job. <laughs> I mean, so so it could take some time, and that's that's the purpose of staying around in a body, using the body as a communication device to communicate this last judgment or final judgment. I mean, how many people on the planet do you think? get that they're totally innocent, loving, forever loved, limitless as the creator, completely changeless and forever pure. How, how many people, including ourselves, do you think have realized that? Small percentage. Well, okay, then there's a purpose for being here. Mm -hmm. And that purpose, we have this work of forgiveness to, to do, you know, the job of correction, you know, it uses that word correction in here somewhere. Uh, yeah. You who believe that God's last judgment would condemn the world to hell along with you accept this holy truth. God's judgment is the gift of the correction he bestowed on all your errors. God's judgment is the gift of correction he bestowed on all your errors, freeing you from them and all the effects they seem to have. So the last judgment is also correction. You know, it's, it's the last time you condemn yourself mm -hmm. because it's got no condemnation in it whatsoever. It's just a statement of the truth. You are love. God is love, you are love, you're totally innocent. No mistake you ever made had any real consequence. 
therefore you can just forget it. You are limitless like your creator. You'll never change from this being love. Mm -hmm. You're forever pure. What, I mean, it's like a heaven state in your mind, right? So it's trying to restore your mind, wake up your mind to return to the heaven state or return to your true identity. Then it says, therefore, awaken and return to me. You know, it says awaken. Well, what are you awakening to? It's you're awakening to who you already are, but who you forgot who you were. You forgot you were innocent. You forgot you were loving and loved. You forgot you were limitless. And now, like, the, the last judgment is waking you up to that. Okay? So, so it's an awakening. The Course in Miracles is an awakening. It's not a self-improvement. It's, it's getting you to see who you are as God created you. And you already are that. You just weren't seeing it. And when you start to see it, then you're waking up, so to speak. You're waking up for this, from this dream of forgetfulness where you had grievances, judgments, attack thoughts, anger, fear, guilt, uncertainty, blah, 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 blah. You know, all the problems of your world are in your mind. And now the, the Course comes along and says, well, forgiveness is the key to happiness. We're going to erase all those illusions from your mind. We're going to uh, forgive everything. And then you start to wake up. That's the purpose. And then you reach a point where you see, wow, God's going to take the final step with this last judgment and bestow the awareness of my identity onto me. I'm awake enough that I can allow God to bestow this mm -hmm. truth in my mind mm -hmm. of who I am. And that's the last judgment. All right, so let's, let's, uh, let's read this next lesson, which is uh, 3.11. It's the first one in this section called The Last Judgment. I judge all things as I would have them be. I judge all things as I would have them be. Judgment was made to be a weapon used against the truth. Mm -hmm. It separates what is being used against and sets it off as if it were a thing apart. And then it makes of it what you would have it be. It judges what it cannot understand because it cannot see totally and therefore judges falsely. Let us not use it today, but make a gift of it to him who has a different use for it. He will relieve us of the agony of all the judgments we have made against ourselves, and reestablish peace of mind by giving us God's judgment of his son. And God's judgment is, you're totally innocent, right? Right. And yeah, it says, you know, the lesson says, I judge all things as I would have them be. So this is this is the ego's version of judgment. Yeah. 
you know, so you're trading in your version of judgment for God's version of judgment, which is the judgment of the Holy Spirit, of your innocence, of your true identity, of your um, your being in a state of love. You know, that's the final judgment. That's God's final judgment, the last judgment. But we're not, we can't get to that judgment until we give up our own judgment. That's what this lesson is about. Like, mm -hmm. I judge all things as I would have them be, and I would have them be pretty crazy. So that's according to my tendencies, right? Right, exactly. My tendencies, my personal lie. Um, you know, and the other thing is, whenever you judge someone else negatively, it's impossible for that not to boomerang back at you. And that's also your judgment on yourself. Because mm. there's no separation. So if you're judging, quote unquote, another ego, then your own ego is receiving the same judgment. So you can't escape judgment. So which judgment do you want? Do you want the judgment that you would have it be from your ego? Or do you want God's final judgment where he says you're totally innocent, you're a son of God, you're limitless, you are created in love and you are love and you're as limitless as your creator. I mean, that's the final judgment. Mm -hmm. But we have to be willing to give up our own judgments mm -hmm. in order to enter into that. Father, we wait with, oh, this is the prayer. Father, we wait with open mind today to hear your judgment of the son you love. We do not know him and we cannot judge. And so we let your love decide what he whom you created as your son must be. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that would be great to give up all judgments. Yeah. And, and then that's, that's like the invitation for God's final judgment, which is your innocence, which is your glory. You know, there's a lesson, former lesson, it says the glory of my Father is my own. I mean, don't we want that uh, supreme happiness? Mm, yeah. You know, we watched this thing last night on m mantras and uh, people around the country, especially in the West, who went to India and were inspired by mantras and bhajans and then came back. People like Krishna Das and uh, Deva Pramal, you know, that are going around singing these mantras, basically, these bhajans and and how people were moved by that because they enter into this state you know where they're free of judgment mm. and they're in this kind of ecstatic space of divine connection and that's that's the purpose of mantra breathing that we just started doing with people is that when you're with the holy word it's like you've transcended out of the ego's sense of dread and judgment and problems, and you're in this space of the last judgment. Like, it's, it's the innocence, it's the glory, it's the 
happiness, the divine happiness. And, you know, there also, you know, a mantra is just like a word that takes you into a divine state. And these lessons in the Course in Miracles are mantras. Mm, yeah, that's true. You know, uh, love which created me is what I am. How could that be anything less than, you know, a Sanskrit mantra? It's not. It, it's just as powerful as any mantra. Love which created me is what I am. Or love holds no grievances. I mean, if you really got the truth of those words, you're transformed. And the, that's the purpose of the mantra. It's the power of the word to transform us. And that's what these lessons are. You know, you could almost say every lesson in The Course in Miracles is the last judgment. Because mm -hmm. every lesson in The Course in Miracles is restoring you to your own holiness and your own innocence and your own true identity. So therefore, that's the purpose of the word that's the purpose of the mantra, and every every lesson in the course is a mantra. Mm. So let's re read this from the top and see if we get something deeper. I judge all things as I would have them be. That's lesson three eleven. Judgment was made to be a weapon used against the truth. Well, let's just say the truth is our innocence, right? And most of the time, the judgments we're making up are projecting guilt onto somebody. <laughs> you know, either ourselves or somebody else or a situation that we're criticizing so that the truth would be our innocence but our judgments are weapons against our innocence it separates what it is being used against and sets it off as if it were a thing apart so that that just means like if i judge somebody I've separated them from myself and I think that my judgment against them is not going to affect me. But that's not possible because it's not possible even at the ego level to separate. You know, it's like um, those early lessons, uh, I'm not alone in experiencing the effects of my thoughts. You know, that's an early lesson, I think 17 or 18. Well, that, all that means is that if, if I have a judgment, I'm not alone in experiencing the effects of that judgment. If it's a negative judgment I have about you, it's also going to be the same negative judgment I don't want to admit that I have against myself. So that's what this is saying. It separates what is being used against, what it is being used against and sets it off as if it were a thing apart. And then it makes of it what you would have it be. It judges what it cannot understand because it cannot see totally and therefore judges falsely. Let us not use 
this judgment today, but make a gift of it to him who has a different use for it. Well, I mean, when it says make a gift, you know, you're going to say, well, how can you make a gift of something so negative? But it's like the gift means you're giving it to God to purify or transmute. Let us not use it today, but make a gift of it to him who has a different use for it. He will relieve us of the agony of all the judgments we have made against ourselves and reestablish peace of mind by giving us God's judgment of his son. Okay, Father, we wait with open mind today to hear your judgment of the son you love. We do not know him and we cannot judge. And so we let your love decide what he whom you created as your son must be. So I, I love this last paragraph of, of this explanation of what is the last judgment. It says, this is God's final judgment. You are still my holy son, forever innocent, forever loving, and forever loved, as limitless as your creator, and completely changeless and forever pure. Therefore, awaken and return to me. I am your father, and you are my son. Well, I mean, we should probably memorize that, don't you think? You are still my holy son, forever innocent, forever loving and forever loved, as limitless as your creator, and completely changeless and forever pure. Therefore, awaken and return to me. I am your father, and you are my son. Well, how could we not go forth rejoicing knowing that truth? You know, that's the final judgment. And that's a statement of ourself as God created us. That's, that's our Christ self, that description right mm. there. So that's the final judgment is when we accept that we are our Christ self. That's the final judgment. And, and that we decide, I mean, we, we have to cooperate, you know? It's, it's like it can come as soon as it can when we're open to receive it. But if we want to make our unwillingness real, and resist it, then we can do that too. We have free will. So if we want to maintain our judgments of people that that this lesson says, I judge all things as I would have them be, well, if we want to keep all that, then this final judgment can't come to us. But when we're willing to let go of our judgment, then this final judgment of God's can come to us. What could be better? Mm -hmm. What do you have to say, Sandra Ray? Yeah, I think it's good to practice giving up all judgments. Yeah, I think so. Well, okay. it's a gray day. We're going to the gardens, but we're going to get out there. And thank you for joining us. You're in our hearts. And 
be kind to yourself. No judgments today, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs>